0: Hey, what's up, beloveds? It is Sunday. You know what that means. We gotta get to this word, but first we gotta pray. So (laughs) I just did a reading on Jeremiah 31. If you want to check that out, it's just me reading Jeremiah 31. And yeah, it's a little bit long. So if you want to take that in, it's 10 minutes, but I feel like you should have the opportunity to come on here and just listen to scripture. You know, just listen. Take what resonates with you because truly faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, you know? So if you ever just want to go and listen to scriptures, I just have episodes, bonuses where you can just listen to the word of God without my input, without any extras or dialogue. Okay, so check that out. Um, Again, that was Jeremiah 31. What I'm going to get into today is 2 Samuel chapter 7. This is the NIV version. If you want to follow along, feel free to do so. But first, we got to pray before we slay. All right, so (laughs) let's get into it. Heavenly Father, thank you for bringing uh, these awesome listeners onto this podcast. My extended family, we bless your holy name for just giving us another day granting us another Sunday that we could rest, that we could be spiritually refreshed, I ask that you would reduce me and let your Holy Spirit flow through my mouth, that your word would be choice morsels nourishing their souls and spirits, Lord. Please forgive us of our trespasses and help us to forgive those who've trespassed against you. We want to be in your presence from a stance of peacefulness. We want to release any strife, any anxiety, anything that would hinder our connection with being in fellowship with the Holy Spirit, Lord. We receive your truth right now in the name of Jesus. All these things I say in Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Men. All right, you guys, let's get to it and do it. So once again, this is 2 Samuel chapter 7. Now this is entitled in my Bible, God's Promise to David. Here goes it. After the king was settled in his palace and the Lord had given him rest from all his enemies around him, he said to Nathan the prophet, here I am living in a place of cedar, while the ark of God remains in a tent. Nathan replied to the king, Whatever you have in mind, go ahead and do it, for the Lord is with you. That night the word of the Lord came to Nathan, saying, Go and tell my servant David. This is what the Lord says. Are you the one to build me a house to dwell in? I have not dwelt in a house from the day I brought the Israelites up out of Egypt to this day, I have been moving from place to place with a tent as my dwelling. Wherever I have moved with all the Israelites, did I ever say to any of their rulers whom I commanded to shepherd my people Israel, why have you not built me a house of cedar? Now then tell my servant David, this is what the Lord Almighty says. I took you from the pasture and from following the flock to be ruler over my people Israel. I have been with you wherever you have gone, and I have cut off all your enemies from before you. Now I will make your name great, like the names of the greatest men of the earth, and I will provide a place for my people Israel and will plant them so that they can have a home of their own and no longer be disturbed. Wicked people will not oppress them anymore as they did at the beginning and have done ever since the time I appointed leaders over my people Israel. I will also give you rest from all your enemies. The Lord declares to you that the Lord himself will establish a house for you. When your days are over and you rest with your fathers, I will raise up your offspring to succeed you who will come from your own body and I will establish his kingdom. He is the one who will build a house for my name and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. I will be his father and he will be my son when he does wrong, I will punish him with the rod of men, with floggings inflicted by men. But my love will never be taken away from him, as I took it away from Saul, whom I removed from before you. Your house and your kingdom will endure forever before me. Your throne will be established forever. Nathan reported to David all the words of this entire revelation. Yo. Yo. <laughs> There's a few things that I take from this scripture right here. Number 1. <laughs> everyone has a place and everyone has a purpose. So David basically he wanted to build this. I mean, David he was consumed by the love of the Lord, like he was in love with the Lord. He was the Lord's friend. You know what I'm saying? So he wanted to build the Lord, this house, this temple, you know, this, this, um, you know, monumental place that would basically be, um, a place to reference God you know, like to honor God. He wanted to build something just massive and beautiful. Like I want to build a house for you, Lord, because I love you that much, you know? And God is like, yo, I don't need you to build me a house. (laughs) But just so you know, prophetically speaking, your son is going to be the one that does that, right? So how many times have you wanted to do something and it wasn't your place. You know what I'm saying? Like in this scripture, even though David was just so um, consumed by the thought of doing this to honor God, that wasn't God's plan for him. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, we have to know our place and no matter how ambitious we get, we have to be in alignment with God's will for our life, you know, because truly timing is everything, but also what we are purposed with is everything. Like people are graced for certain things. People are graced to endure certain tribulations, just like people are graced to have these supernatural gifts. You know what I'm saying? Like for example, Do you know Michael Jordan for basketball or baseball? (laughs) Yes, he did love baseball. Yes, he did play baseball, but he was graced. His finesse was playing basketball. That was his legacy. I mean, could you imagine if he didn't play basketball and maybe he just stuck to baseball? You know what I'm saying? Like, god spoke to david like i will make your name great but you're not going to be great in this capacity this particular purpose is actually for your son so you're moving ahead of me you know which is it's awesome because david had such a connection with god he was in constant prayer like he went to god for everything god was really his counselor unlike a lot of us where we want the input of neighbors and friends and people that are completely irrelevant to our purpose, people who don't know us, people who don't know what God has graced us to do. So he was always looking to God and looking to Nathan, the prophet, for instruction. You know, so we, got, we have to be diligent in seeking God first, you know. But here's the thing. Even though this was David's plan, he wanted to do this, to build him a house to honor God, right? Even though that was his intention. And it didn't work out because it wasn't supposed to. It, it wasn't his purpose. It wasn't on God's agenda for his life. God still blessed him. God still made him a ruler. I mean, you want to talk about a great king yo, David didn't build the house for the Lord. His son did, but David had his own legacy, y'all. Like, are you understanding what I'm saying? So the reason why I tell you this is because I don't want you to be discouraged if your plans don't work out because God's got a better plan. He has a custom plan. He has a plan that is tailored for your life for your aptitude, for your season. You know what I'm saying? So don't ever be that person that you, you're so stiff-necked or you're so stubborn. You know, even if you have good intentions, good intentions in the wrong person won't be blessed. You know what I'm saying? You can have the best intentions ever, But that doesn't necessarily mean that that's your purpose, that that's your God given purpose and God's purpose over your life cannot fail because he created you for that specific intention for that agenda. Right. So know that your plans may not work. But God's plans, (laughs) yo, they don't return void. You cannot fail. Once you get in alignment with what God's plan is for your life, then you're going to start to see a harvest. Then you're going to start to see that, you know, um, there's going to be momentum there. You know, so don't fight your grace. Don't be that person where it's like, well, I want to do this. You know, this is something that I want to do. Boo. But trust me when I tell you, God is a cultivator, man. He is an innovator. The things that he plans for us, the things that he has planned for your life, nobody else can perform but you. I mean, that is the truth. (laughs) Like... When God has something spoken over your life, his word will not return void. We just have to make sure that we're in alignment with that thing. You know, so if something's not working out for you, if you find that all of your toil is, you know, not actually creating a harvest for you, is not prospering, take time and ask God, yo, who am I, Lord? What is it that you want me to do instead of doing, instead of continuing to labor and labor and do more. And, you know, maybe I'll pivot this way and try this. Sometimes you just got to be still. You have to rest, learn to rest in God and he will give you revelations. Like God, God is such a master. He will give you tips You know what I'm saying? He will tell you what to do step by step by step. And then one day you're just in this place and it's like, yo, I didn't even know I was capable of doing this. I didn't know this was God's design for my life. I didn't even know I had the power to attain and achieve such things, you know, so you have to be in a posture Where you release your plans to Him. Where you are, you know, um, transparent with Him. And be that person that you're able to be still and rest. Like when you don't know, when it doesn't work out for you. Be that person where you are spiritually attuned to what God is trying to do in your life. I'm saying this because, listen, if there is anyone on this podcast that's listening to my voice right now, I can guarantee you that I am more stubborn than you. (laughs) I am that person. And God straight up told me one time, like, you are stiff-necked. You are stubborn. And you're going to keep hurting yourself and you're going to keep failing and you're going to keep frustrating yourself because you keep trying to concoct your own plans based off of the world and its trends. When I have known you since before the foundations of the world was laid, I knew who you were. I knew who you were meant to be. So we have to be receptive to what he wants from us you know, And even in the next one, um, I'm just going to go over this real quick because this is also part of chapter 7, David's prayer. This is what David does. He goes straight to God, right? He sat before the Lord and he said, "'Who am I, O sovereign Lord? And what is my family that you have brought me this far?' "'And as if this were not enough in your sight, O sovereign Lord,' you have also spoken about the future of the house of your servant. Is this your usual way of dealing with man, O sovereign Lord? What more can David say to you? For you know your servant, O Lord. For the sake of your word and according to your will, you have done this great thing and made it known to your servant. Y'all, God will tell you. (laughs) So he makes it known to him, right? Like, yo, Even though you're not going to build me a house, your house and your kingdom will endure forever before me. Your throne will be established forever. Notice God did not get into the details. (laughs) He doesn't do that, you guys. I wish he would, right? Just give you like a little path, a little, you know, outline. So, you know, the framework and the next steps and all that. No, God will just tell you, I have a promise over your life. You are going to achieve certain things. He won't necessarily tell you what those things are, but you will have a spiritual discernment to know that, okay, even though the plans that I had in mind are not going to work, God's plan for my life, yo, it's already done. (laughs) <laughs> that thing has a yes and an amen on it, so monumental, no devil in hell can change it or alter it. Are you hearing me? You know what I'm saying? So it's like God will tell you, I have greatness on your life. I have spoken great things over your life. And no, you don't know what they are, but it will be done. <laughs> So don't be disappointed by what doesn't work out. Yo, one of my favorite athletes of all time, probably the only man that I would faint if I met him, The Rock, right? His plans, you guys probably even know this story. He wanted to be a professional football player. I think he blew his knee out or, you know, something bad happened and didn't work out for him. Yo. Now, what, 30 years later, he's starting his own football league. (laughs) Oh, yeah, and he did that not playing football. He did that because he became a megastar. He wrestled. He was an actor, is an actor. You know, he's got his own, you know, sports line, um, supplement products, all that stuff. Yo, when, when God has a promise over your life, It may not work out how you want it to work out, but it'll be even better. Are you feeling me, y'all? Like, come on. This is God we're talking about. He doesn't operate on a small scale. When it says in the Bible, he is able to do exceeding abundantly, exceedingly and abundantly beyond anything we could dare hope for or imagine. That is the truth. You can't even think big enough, right? So, Don't be discouraged no matter where you are in your journey right now because all it takes is one day for God to change your entire life, to turn your test into a testimony for you to realize that the plans he has for you is to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Are you hearing me? Because this is the Holy Spirit speaking to you right now. I want you to be encouraged. Do not be disappointed. Do not grow weary in well-doing. Just know that this day, you are one day closer to that promise, okay? And God is even more masterful than any Santa Claus, (laughs) Then your mom, your dad, anything Amazon could ever deliver to you. He's got it gift wrapped with a bow, boo. And you don't even know what's in that box. But guess what? It is so supernaturally perfect that it's going to be the biggest blessing of your life. Thank him for that promise in advance, even though you don't know what it is. God has a plan for you. God has a purpose for you, and it's bigger than you could ever think, dream, or imagine. With that said, thank you guys for tuning in to this Sunday Bible study. Share the podcast with anyone you think could benefit from our supplication, motivation, and fun conversation. With that said, I love you guys so very much. We are in 17 countries and growing. (laughs) So grateful to have you. God bless you in fitness, health, and in spiritual wealth. I am your girl, Belle Fit, and we are the Black Sheep Believers. I'll talk to you soon. Ciao.